0: One of the uh, big events of this uh, fall theater season, even though fall doesn't begin for a few weeks, is uh, my pal Nestor Gomez, one of the great storytellers in the history of of Chicago Storytelling. He's going to be performing at Steppenwolf on September 13th, what happens to be my birthday. So that's very oh. lucky for you, Nestor. Very, happy very, birthday. Very. I don't say it now. <laughs> I, I'm too old to even say happy birthday. <laughs> on September 13th and the 15th, uh, it's great to see you. It's great to have you in here. You're going to do some readings from uh, some stories from a wonderful, wonderful book that uh, our mutual friend uh, Great. Jerry Brennan published a tortoise books called Your Driver Has Arrived. These are stories from your time here as a a rideshare driver.
1: Yes, as a rideshare driver here in the city of Chicago. uh, I was lucky to to start driving right when the service started. Yeah. So it was a really, really good time to be driving in Chicago. Uh, There weren't that many drivers. I was making a lot of money and i had a lot of financial problems uh because uh you know life and all that stuff so, <laughs> yeah,
0: life, yeah life will do that too yes <laughs> yeah,
1: so it was a good opportunity for me to make some extra money and 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 get rid of a lot of debt that i had and uh, and to collect some really great stories as well
0: yeah because i i i reviewed uh, the book when it first came out and uh i i'm just going to read just a little bit of this uh and wrote, I miss having the opportunity to get out of my bubble and meet other people with other ideas, especially now, now that it's so hard to do so as a nation. We are taking a ride into the unknown. Uh, no kidding about that. No kidding about that. You also really got to know Chicago. How did you come to Chicago that it- you're an immigrant? Yes. My, my grandparents were immigrants.
1: My family immigrated uh, undocumented to Chicago uh, when I was 15 years old. So it was a long time ago, uh, in the mid 80s, and uh, I, I've been here ever since.
0: How did you teach yourself to to speak English?
1: Oh, I was uh, I went to um, high school here in the United States for a couple of years, but what you learn in high school is <clears throat> the basics, you know, like uh, because I I was part of the uh, ESO system. So English as a second language, and the, most of the classes that I took were in, in Spanish. So they did taught us English, but because, you know, you have all the people that speak Spanish, you get comfortable speaking Spanish, and you don't really push yourself to learn. It well, wasn't until I got out of school and I started working that I actually had to face with, uh, you know, I had to interact with other people, and I actually had to, like, start talking and start speaking to people. You know, one of the things, and we know now,
0: uh, because you can't pick up a newspaper on any given day without reading stories about the new immigrants that are coming here. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a telephone ring, and it is a guy telling me that Nestor's friend is going to come up here. Nestor, talk about some of the jobs you had.
1: Yes, I, um, as as a person without documents, it was really difficult to find a a job that that was paying a lot of money, but I did work on so many things. I did, uh, um, I did fast food restaurant for a while. Uh, I did a server. I work on the restaurant industry for a long time. I work in factories. I even try I even try my luck at collecting uh collecting um you know I don't want to say garbage but the the, the thing that people Junk, junk, junk. junk. Yeah, you don't want to say garbage. Yeah, junk. Use the word junk. And and I tried for a couple of days, and I was wasting. I was spending more money on gas than I was actually making money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of it when you see when you see this influx of of immigrants who are now in the process of really struggling to even find a place to sleep, uh, your your heart must break for them, doesn't it?
1: Yes. my wife and I have conversations about that uh, very often um, because we are privileged right now. We are blessed with the opportunity to have a place of our own. And sometimes I look around my place, I'm like, oh, my God, we have a place. So it's not just me and my wife. We don't yeah. have any kids. Yeah. So we look around and we're like, we, we should be hosting some people here. You know, we, we should open our, our place. It's a conversation that we've been having often. And I, I, I wish that the government, uh, in the previous administration, the the government was spending $700 in detention centers per immigrant, per day. I wish that there would be a program that would allow people, you know, res- residents, to open the doors to other families and have them in the house for six, three, four, five months and pay them, uh, what, $1,000, $2,000 for hosting these people in the houses.
0: That's an interesting idea. I've never even heard that uh Brought up or mentioned.
1: I think it will help both both people, you know, like we all have two bills to pay. Sure. And it will help the citizens that have a house, that have a place that is big enough to hold somebody else, and it will help that family while at the same time we get to know the people that have, you know, that have. Nothing in common with that.
0: Wow, that's a very interesting idea. We'll take a little break and continue on with Nestor while I go get his friend, who's also a storyteller. This guy is from India, right? Yes. I'm going to go grab him. You people listen to these nice advertisements we have on WGN, and we'll be back with another storyteller. Oh, Welcome back. Uh, I have got my other guest introduce yourself
2: please hello my name is jitesh jaggi i'm a storyteller and who got just got lost in be- in between lower and upper wacker drive
0: oh, it's very easy it's very easy to do <laughs> nestor one of the stories in your in your book uh is about getting lost yes it's actually there. about
1: getting lost in lower wacker drive that even for people that have been here for many years there's a lot of people who avoid boy lover. can drive. My my <laughs> wife is like I'm. I'm not getting there because I'm gonna get lost. <clears throat> <clears throat> give me your name again.
0: It's Jitesh. Jitesh, when did you when did you immigrate to the United States?
2: I moved here about five years ago. Why? Uh, wow. So that's the whole story about. So I met my girlfriend in India. She's an American. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pretty much followed her wherever she lived. I had no idea what Chicago was. Uh- other than that i've read it on a t-shirt somewhere
0: well that's not much for me <laughs> right. i knew michael jordan yeah i knew michael yep. jordan I,
2: well, yeah i'd
0: heard of him uh was it must have been it must have been terribly intimidating the way Nestor came here was was a little more difficult i think he didn't follow a girlfriend he got a girlfriend right. and a wife here he did. you yes. still have that you still have that girlfriend
2: oh she's my wife now
0: <laughs> okay okay this is a happy setup here yes this sir. is a happy setup uh, what do you do here
2: um, So I work in museums and nonprofits. profits uh, I'm a program manager, but right now I'm just focusing on storytelling. My, what got
0: you into storytelling?
2: Um, my girlfriend, who I just mentioned, she is a public radio nerd, and when we were dating, I was in India, I would call her on Saturday mornings, and in the background I would hear uh, people telling stories on the moth. <laughs> I came here, and I recognized that name. <laughs> I entered a raffle to get a free ticket to their competition because I had no money. We went there and uh, they were like, hey, we need an extra storyteller tonight. If you want to sign up, you can. And uh, was
0: Nestor there?
2: Nestor was in the audience. And in fact, one of the competitors was Nestor. Well,
0: he's one of the leading moth competitors. How many moth uh, events have you
1: won? Oh, my God. Uh, maybe as many as you have years. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> really a few.
0: Wow, You know what I want? I want you two to talk to one another. I want you to interview each other while I go get <laughs> these other people who are going to be on the show. And someone you yet. should meet, too. This one wonderful woman named Amy Danzer is the organizer of Printers Lit Fest, which takes oh. place next weekend. So you exp- – <laughs> Christa Flores does everything. Krista Flores – Krista Flores is going to go get our guest. She's she's (laughs) the greatest. So had you done any storytelling before this one event? I
2: had no idea it was a thing. Uh, I was a spoken word poet in India. It was a new thing back then. And I came here and I was like, okay, people are going up on stages and they're talking about themselves. I think I have enough on my mind right now. So I'm just going to go and talk about how I ended up in this foreign country.
1: Wow, Nestor, you must have been very impressed. I was impressed because uh, uh, they, they needed one more storyteller. They usually ten people, and they had nine people already in the hat. So they needed one more person, and there were like four people signing up, including Gitesh. And he was not really sure that he was going to sign up. So I'm like, just sign up, dude, because if you don't sign up, then you're gonna go home thinking like i should have signed up i should if, if you sign up they might not even call your name now jitesh so, may
0: know the story of how mm-hmm. you finally got up on stage i mean it was your wife who really yes. convinced you you wrote stories but you never showed them to anybody right yeah
1: um yeah and, and when i went to the moth for the first time i almost chicken out it was her that was like no no we're already here we're already here we're here yeah so our wife have been very instrumental in yes. our development of
2: pretty much if my wife was in pottery into uh, i don't know welding i would be a welder right now <laughs> i was just trying to impress her uh
0: when did you get married did you get married here
2: Yes, the first time I got married here in the dank courthouse building sure. and then I got back to we went to India to get married properly.
0: What well, properly? Those are big weddings. Oh in my India. god, those are like big 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 weddings in. Absolutely.
2: What what
0: drew you to spoken word poetry? I mean what drew you to this world?
2: Yeah, so spoken word poetry I got into it in India. It was such a new thing and I used to work as an investment banker in Mumbai in India. Wow. I was pretty bored with my day job. So I was looking for avenues to just like have fun and uh, incidentally break dancing had just come to India by the way so I was a b-boy a break dancer for a few years teaching or just do- first learning then teaching really yeah it's weird I know I come here I talk no, it, about weird. it doesn't
0: sound weird it just sounds like a very interesting profession to fall into like yeah, what did you do well, I'm, a break, I'm a break dance instructor yeah,
2: yeah the internet had just come into my hands and I was like oh let me find out what's happening and all these American cultural exports started to come our way and then Spoken word poetry arrived. I was like, "Oh, I've always been into reading and writing. Let's let me try a hand." Did that, came here, and storytelling was the cousin.
0: Now, do you think of, I'm answering the phone? It's like I'm <laughs> uh, uh, it's like some David Mamet play going on. Uh, <laughs> Keep talking to the vast audience. Up
2: yeah, so next time I'm going to talk about how I uh, then I transition from spoken word oh, poetry yeah, ahead, to storytelling.
1: um Yes, yeah, so you sign up the day at the moth, and the, the thing that you didn't mention is that I was leading the score the day at the moth You were, and I was like, sign up, sign up, dude! You go up on the mic, and you just blew it. You just <laughs> like, you just like kill it, and you end up winning. And I was like, I shouldn't have said anything to this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you have heard this prize-winning oh, uh, storyteller many times, speak. Yeah. What, what do you give me your impression of Nestor? I have too. He, he's masterful.
2: Oh my God. Nestor is so unassuming when he comes on stage. So people like already expect less of him <laughs> from him. And then he starts like building up this momentum. So half the job is already done when he starts talking because people are like, Oh my God, like this guy's in loss. He's actually a performer.
0: Now, have you Jatisha, read his book?
2: I did. Yes.
0: Uh, it's a wonderful book. I can't wait for him to tell stories from it. Yeah. Uh, where do your stories come from? Are they are they stories of your immigrant experience here, or are they vaster than that?
2: Yeah, so they are about my immigration experience, you know, following this woman all the way to Chicago. She could have lived in Iowa, and I would be in Iowa today. Sure, right, so right, right. That right, was right. just a happenstance. So I come here, and it's like a fish-out-of-water experience, or as I like to call it, a fish it out of water into the deep freezer experience. I came in during the polar vortex from a very, very hot country. Yeah, So that itself makes for a lot of stories. Uh, But then again, um, the story changes over time because I decided that I want to sow roots here. I want to be, I want to feel like an American. I want to feel like I belong and I don't know how to do that. I go back to India and I discover my family's past and that plays into how I feel belonging here turns out my family they were immigrants themselves they just hid it from us I grew up in a refugee camp and these people are people who basically walked and took a train from Pakistan to well, this India. is so
1: so close to your his, experience. his solo show is amazing uh, I was putting together my solo show uh, when I heard about his solo show, so I went to see it, yeah. and I'm telling you, I'm in the audience listening to his solo show. I'm like, mm, I had to bring up my game. I had to go back and rewrite my solo show because this guy is just like amazing.
0: Yeah, what is the, when you were writing to? It's a very interesting form of writing because you're writing to basically perform. It's not like yeah, writing a play. Exactly. It's not like writing a novel, but it's 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 performance writing. It's not it's not poetry either, but yeah. it's it, it, you get that, yeah. Nestor. I mean you, you were a really private writer for such a long time.
1: It's like an in-between stage because it's like you you know you're gonna perform it. You know you're not gonna read it. You know you're gonna memorize it and perform it. So it's kind of like in between yeah. a novel and in between theater. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, yeah. It, it, it has like its own. But there's certain. I think
0: there are certain challenges involved that, oh, that sure. most people. You know, it's also not like stand-up comedy either. Not at all. You know, where you do boom, boom, boom. There's yeah. a narrative that you have to keep.
2: You can't lose driving. Yeah. yeah I write I, my first draft I always look at it as not as a story as a but I look at it as an essay and then I uh, have an imaginary friend with me at a bar and I ask myself would I use this word or this sentence structure talking to a friend interesting and if that's not true if if I would look if I would sound convoluted if i would sound very high class which is not me right then i would change it into conversational english
1: how interesting that's well, is it yeah, for you? very similar if 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 the story that i'm telling i sound smarter than i actually am <laughs> 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 then it's not really the story that i'm telling it's something that i wrote to impress somebody else yeah. one of his stories is called
0: ABCs. <laughs> so <laughs> well Nestor, is it kind of you've been doing this a long time now
1: uh, has it gotten easier with time? No, actually for me, because yeah. I've told like hundreds of stories Sometimes it's difficult to, like, what am I going to talk about right now? Because I, I had talking about some. I talk, I, there's a story that I told about going to the washroom and washing my hands That's the whole story, mm-hmm. you know So it, it, it comes to the point where you, like, start to run out of themes or ideas for stories But then all of a sudden the ideas hit you Yeah. So uh, thanks for lady inspiration that sometimes just, like, smacks me over the head well, let me ask you this. So
0: the, the book, Your Driver Has Arrived, is a, is a thin but compelling uh, tortoise books book. How are you going to – you're going to perform some yes. stories from this. How do you alter them from page to speech?
1: To stage. To stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, the book actually is based on a story that I performed. So uh, we had to do a little bit editing to – to turn them into a book. Right. So it was easier to turn them back into something that I already performed. But I, I added some stories, and I took some of them out because I uh, uh, some of them don't translate as well as the other ones when it's yeah, on stage. Nah, nah. So I took some of the ones that I considered did not translate it as well. It, it like, as I was rehearsing the solo show, I was like, oh, this story is taking too long. It's not really like keeping with the pace of the other stories so like this story is gone and I put another story that is probably an immigration story but still goes within the stories
0: and your are sh- in, in your shows both of you gentlemen uh, Nestor's shows are September 13th and 15th and Jatesha's shows are the 14th and 16th uh, at Steppenwolf uh he- are either of you nervous about this? I know you performed You performed at Steppenwolf before. I'm not
2: sure you have.
1: I performed at his show at Steppenwolf. Okay. After I saw him at the, at the mod, uh, I actually invited him to perform for an 80-minute show that I was having at Steppenwolf because I knew that he could bring it up. I knew that his story was going to be good, and I knew that I wanted to have more people listen to his immigration story as well.
0: Well, well it, it is just, I mean, I think the... The entire nature of immigration stories are—I do not want to say hot—but they are incredibly timely and topical. And I think mm-hmm. people need to hear from young storytellers like you. I will always think you're young, Nestor. You are. <laughs> I
1: was about to say, like, yeah, you're <laughs> large, you know, <laughs> who are. Who are you at? looking at?
2: Right?
0: <laughs> uh, I think they're both important shows. You can go to NestorGomezStoryteller.com. Detesh, do you have a website yet?
2: I don't yet. Okay,
0: go to Steppenwolf yeah. Fe- Steppenwolf.org. Yeah, You'll my show
2: is it. called Suitcase so- Stories.
0: Suitcase Stories. I love the title. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with these two gentlemen and talk some more about uh, the art and uh, importance of storytelling. Now, poor Steppenwolf yeah. Theater, which has announced that it's going to be laying off a bunch yeah. of people. Uh, you guys get paid. They're going to have on stage on September 13th and fifteenth, Nestor Gomez, and on the fourteenth and sixteenth, my new friend Jatess Jagi. Uh, do you guys get paid for this?
1: Yeah, uh, I. The more people come, the more money we make. Okay, so uh, we get a cut of the of the ticket sales. So yes, please. If you have friends, if you have bring your dog if you want. Uh, as long as your dog pays, yeah, it's welcome to come.
0: It's all the theme of the whole the entire theme of it is is immigration. And the stories that that you two will share about your own personal experience and your and your family's experience too.
1: Yeah, uh, although my 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 show is m- mostly based on the on the rights sharing stories, I do have some immigration stories and the rights sharing well, stories in are a as sense well. That, but in a sense, that mm-hmm. is an immigration yeah, story. Yeah, the, the, the rights sharing stories are from the point of view of an immigrant. <laughs> yeah, sure. because you know, as soon as I, I interact with somebody, they hear my accent. I'm not an American. I'm an immigrant. So. Uh, and Yitesh is all about his immigration story.
2: Yeah, that's why I assimilated so fast. Like, my accent is disappearing. <laughs> the, yeah, f- I, wow, uh, how bad was it? <laughs> how happy was it? Uh, Four that, years ago, yeah. But yes, my, my stories are completely about immigration experience and uh, just the um, fish-out-of-water experience that I've, I'm still having in America. So these stories are about kind of finding home and finding a footing finding a belonging in america and how foreign it appears to someone from the outside
1: well i've been here 25 years and i still appear foreign to people don't you both feel pretty fortunate as
0: screwed up as the city may appear to be and in many ways is now don't you feel fortunate to have landed in chicago yeah,
1: there are there are all the cities that are not as welcoming. Uh, there are cities that are actually putting traps to keep people from coming into you know like they actually putting things that will hurt people that might actually kill people as they try to cross the river. Huh. Uh, yeah, so yes, we are very fortunate to be in Chicago.
2: Absolutely, you- I would have probably moved found Chicago somehow on my own because I can't believe like I would have stayed here. For, in any other city.
0: Well, it's nurtured you as writers, too. It's given you the stories that you're able to tell on stage, and nest you between covers of a book. It's not... World biggest book. It's not like a Billy Lombardo uh, short story collection, but it's it's a book nevertheless. I love this book.
1: Yeah, it, 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 we, the, the way we published the book is it was actually with students in mind. When I was in, in high school, it was very hard, you know, for for me and my friends to actually get into reading. And nowadays, the kids they they this everything's on the phone. You yeah, know, you you yeah. don't see kids with books anymore. So the book is small because it's, it's it actually has. A phone in the cover because it's with the idea of you looking at a at a at a phone. You're looking at a phone. This looks like a phone. It's almost the same size of a phone. So just to get the the idea to like Jitesh, what are you? What are your ambitions for your
0: storytelling? Aside from continuing to beat Nestor,
2: mo- <laughs> oh mo- yeah, mo- yeah, we are like <laughs> mortal enemies on stage. Uh,
1: but he just beat me in another mod stage, like 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 two weeks ago. It was <laughs> one thing of a point. He was like, oh, so he's doing a really good job at that.
2: I love how riled up Mr. <laughs> gets as a, as a kid who
0: who nurtured himself on on spoken word poetry and now you've you've transferred so to speak to yeah. storytelling do, do, what
2: are your ambitions for it uh i definitely want to i've started out as a writer so i definitely want i even the stories that I do perform on stage, they come from the page and now I want to kind of like make them more readable and enjoyable, like, you know, sitting by yourself. Um, I definitely look look at it as going into a book, uh, something like Nestor and hopefully, inshallah, someday like a movie movie script. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: I'm oh going to get close Look, to this guy <laughs> uh, uh, We're script, no longer enemies A movie
2: script that is probably shot by uh, We're no
1: longer storytelling enemies yeah. First like, year really DePaul friends. students And <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> Available right, right. on YouTube The next week <laughs> Let me finish
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: it all depends what kind of movie you're making. Let's, let's make that clear. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: you can go, ladies and gentlemen, to Steppenwolf on the 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th to see these two. And Nestor, you will always be young to me. these two young men. Jitesh, you are considerably younger than uh, Nestor and me. See, uh, beat you you <laughs> can go. Nestor, Nestor has a really nice, good, interesting website, Nestor Gomez Storyteller com and Jatesha's face is on there. And what's your show called again? Suitcase stories. Suitcase stories. I love it. Uh, you two guys are great. You can come on this show anytime to talk about anything.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for having us. No, <laughs> thank it's you so good. much.
0: Sorry man. about the parking. You, Mister, you know, Mister, rideshare driver, should have.
1: I should have known better. I, 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 I gave him the address without thinking that he was going to get lost in Lower Worker Drive. And when he told me, I'm, I'm like, he's like, I'm here. I'm like, I don't see you. I'm here. And I'm on Upper Worker Drive. He's on Lower Worker Drive. And uh, he's trying to find the, find that place. I'm like, oh, he's on Lower Worker Drive. I was like, dude, good luck. That, that I, I was uh, basically yeah. what I said. I was
2: about ready to just walk away from my car <laughs> <and> never <laughs> to see it again. Good luck with these shows. You <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Good luck getting home. More to the point. Yeah. Good yeah. luck getting home.